was 6 p.m. Sunday night. You would have thought this story outside of Indianapolis in a suburban mall would have rocked the world, would have been front-page news the next day, would have been the lead story on all the networks. Fox News, Newsmax, CNN, MSNBC, nothing. You would have thought, oh, even WABC would have led with that. Nothing. Curtis Lee would talked about it Sunday night because when I looked at this, I said, wow, this is a nice turn of events. You have a crazed government. Remember, 6 p.m. Sunday night goes into a mall, could be any mall in America, with a food court. He walks in with two rifles. He's got some extra magazines. He's got a handgun. Now, you say to yourself, what the hell is a 20-year-old guy with this kind of, these kinds of weapons of war? Anyway, he's got it. We don't know if it's legal or not legal. The guy has been identified as Jonathan Douglas Sepperman. Never trust anybody with three names. Jonathan Douglas Sepperman. They're usually off their rocker. And this young man probably was, but he had a mission. And his mission was he went to this mall, and right before 5, he walks over to the food court, he scopes it out, then he goes into the men's room, and he hides out in there for an hour, an hour. And then he comes out blazing. Oh, man, yeah, he's got that gun loaded. He's got the magazines in there. Pow, 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 pow. He takes out somebody right outside the door of the bathroom. Then there's a husband and a wife sitting there having their Popeye's fried chicken. Pow, pow, that's three. Then he turns and he fires. Pow, that's four. He ends up shooting 24 rounds. Pow, 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 pow. And then a 22-year-old guy, Elijah, remember the name, Elijah Dolan, takes out his handgun, goes pop, and hits this serial killer right in the head. Dead. Now you would have thought, oh, my God. Hey, we need to put this guy, we need to put him on a pedestal, right? He's a hero. He had a concealed handgun. The debates ever since the United States Supreme Court by a 6-3 vote said, citizens, if they legally conform to local laws, have a right to have a concealed handgun. This guy did in the state of Indiana. Do you realize the guy had two rifles, a handgun, had extra magazines, how many other people he would have shot up? Now, just imagine there was no good Samaritan. Security didn't stop this guy. By the time the cops arrived, dozens might have been shot. Maybe 20, 24 dead. Another serial killing. And the whole world would have screamed gun control. Well, I believe we need gun control. But here's a situation that involves a young man who stood up, boom, and the police commissioner acknowledged that. Without him, it would have been front page news. Now, why is it when a citizen steps in and does the right thing when there are no police? It's not a number one story. When we saw in Texas, the cops do nothing out of fear, fright, and hysteria. Front page news for days, as it should have been. Parkland, right? The guy is being sentenced now. He should give him the electric chair, cruise. And remember those deputy sheriffs in Broward County did nothing when he shot and killed 17. Why isn't this story front page news? It was on the Curtis Sliver Show, but I'm still waiting to hear it anywhere else, including right here at WABC. 
As Goma Pyle, a.k.a. Jim Neighbors, used to say, surprise, surprise, surprise. Are we really surprised? Remember, there used to be boy toy, girl toy. Who am I talking about? J-Lo, baby, got back. Yeah, she's legitimately from the Bronx, from the neck, went to Preston High School, grew up in Castle Hill. But what a diva, diva of all divas. I remember she was hooked up with Ben Aflac a while back, although they didn't make it official. And then yesterday, as if we were surprised, uh, they snuck off to Vegas. They went to the Little White Church downtown. And normally would have had an Elvis impersonator marrying them, but, you know, they're not permitted to do that any longer. Copyright trademark violation, you know, from the foundation set up in honor of Elvis Presley and Memphis and the Memphis Mafia. That's nonsense. But anyway, they hooked up. Now, how long before J-Lo, who is competing with me for how many times she can get married? I don't know. I think I'm one ahead. Maybe, maybe she's tied me now. I don't know. How long before she files for an annulment? Now, let's think back. Remember Carmen Electra? That's right, Baywatch. Oh, she was the Baywatch babe, Pamela Anderson. Carmine Electra, in a drinking-induced psychosis, went to Vegas with who? The Looney Kazuni, the Fruit Loop Trooper, Dennis Rodman. And they went to the Little White Church, got married by a Elvis impersonator. And within five days, Carmine Electra sobered up and said, I married who? Dennis Rodman? I wanted an omen. Worse yet, Britney Spears. You know, she was hooked up with a boy toy from her youth in, where was it? Way up in northern Louisiana, before she was involved with the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse Club. Jason Alexander. They went, they broke out, they went to Vegas, got married. Within 55 hours, she got an annulment. And then recently, when she got married again, who tried to bum rush and break up her wedding? That same Jason Alexander. The over-under point spread is, I'll bet you J-Lo, We'll be seeking an annulment within five months. Five months. But more importantly, you know what this is about. This is about sneak away Vegas marriages. Very common amongst the trendoids and the common people. But I got to let you know, years ago when I was growing up, people didn't just sneak away elope to Vegas to get married. You used to go there for a quickie divorce. They also had the Mexican quickie divorce. You would go to Mexico City or to Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic where they'd sign off on your divorce lickety-split. Now with no-fault divorce, yeah. you meet uh, Myers, you meet Lansky or whatever the law firm is, the uh, ambulance chases, and you can get almost an instantaneous divorce. So, J-Lo, I know you're trying to compete with me. In terms of how many times you could get married and get dissed and dismissed, but you're the diva of all divas. Although I notice you're taking on the last name of Ben Quack Quack Affleck. Quack Quack. Wait, is that because the last woman he was married to was Jennifer Garner? And you want it to be very clear that he did not belong to Jennifer Gardner because you're number one, second, and none such a diva. That's why all of a sudden, after all these marriages, you're no longer J-Lo. You're Jennifer Quack Quack Affleck. I mean, there's no flow. Jennifer Affleck. How could you? I For that, for that alone, I would file for an annulment. Yeah, I mean, that's impossible. And by the way, you can't touch this. I think I've been married more than you, J-Lo. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Oh, that's all anybody talked about, fist bump, fist bump, fist bump. Between who? Oh, that's right, Mohammed bin Salam, better known as Prince BMS. Mohammed bin MBS. You know, the one who uh, did a Khashoggi on Khashoggi. I mean, he sliced and diced them, right? Why are you fist bumping? The prince. And then all of a sudden, it's Joe Biden. Make that Joe Biden, who probably didn't even know where he was. Thought that was Lawrence of Arabia, right? <laughs> then wanted to tell a story. You know, I knew Lawrence of Arabia. Stop, stop. But all this Michigan's this craziness over a fist bump. Like this never happened before. Need I remind you? There was Trump, right, doing the sword dance with the Saudis. The sword dance. And then there was uh, Barack Obama, our president, remember, bucking and bowing to King Abdullah. Abdullah bowing to him. Oh, that's not the worst. Then there was Bush 43 in Crawford, Texas. The summer White House, he was holding hands with King Abdullah as if they were a gay couple walking all over the place, right? And wait, 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 Bill Clinton, ho, 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 Bill Clinton loved King Abdullah because King Abdullah had all those concubines. Yeah, yeah, prostitutes that he claimed were his many wives. You know, over there in Mecca and Medina in Saudi Arabia, the fake, phony, fraudulent princes of the House of Fraud, 3,000 of them can have as many wives as they want. And King Abdullah had concubines galore. So naturally, Bill Clinton loved him. And then Bush 41. His secretary of state, Baker, right? They hated, they loved Israel. They loved the Saudis. They loved that Saudi money, the dinars. They loved that Saudi oil. They would shake. They would do the soul shake, the white man shake, the Arab shake, whatever shake was necessary. In fact, when King Abdullah Abdullah said, you can't call it the Persian Gulf anymore. You got to call it the Arabian Gulf. The Bush, Bush 41 and secretary of state, Baker, we're going to do that. And then all of a sudden, the Iranians say, you can't do that. It's the Persian Gulf. They were battling over that on behalf of King Abdullah Abdullah. And remember, who was the Gumada of Secretary of State? Baker. Remember that woman who would always appear with Ted Cobb on Nightline? Hana Shawari of the PLO, spokesperson for Yasser Arafat. Yeah, and she'd be an apologist for his terrorism and attack Israel. And who was <clears throat> betting down Hannah Sharari at the time? Yeah, Secretary of State Baker. So I don't want to hear this nonsense about fist bumps between the prince who did a Khashoggi on Khashoggi and mindless President Biden, who quite frankly thought that this guy was a Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. I can't, no, hey, I, I knew Lawrence of Arabia. Don't tell us any more stories. And how can we ever forget the attack of 9-11? And Bush 43 and Cheney allowed that Saudi jet to leave with maybe some of the co-conspirators. And we found out, the commission report, that yeah, some of the frauds in the House of Fraud supported and sustained al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden. And we're upset over a fist bump between this guy, the prince, the president, who thought he was... 
Lawrence, Saudi Arabia. I mean, come on, I'm almost getting his blah, 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 like our President Joe Biden. Everybody out there, take a chill pill because you know not what you say. Hey, it's chipmunk cheeks. That's right, Ted Cruz. Hey, why don't you get a shave? Man, you're not a hipster, a millennial, no way. And you know something, Ted, I hate you, I loathe you, I despise you. I'm going to explain momentarily. So here it is, you're hooked up at the border, and you're rightfully protesting what is the illegal aliens like bum-rushing into Texas. You're with Governor Abbott down there, you're with Attorney General Paxton, and you're, you're saying, we'll do what Biden and Harris and the Democrats won't let Limigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service, ICE do, which is stop the horde of illegal aliens at the border. That was good. I give you a thumbs up. Meantime, instead of talking about what happened in that schoolhouse in Ovalde, Texas, where you had hundreds and hundreds of cops, not Texas tough, Texas wusses, we now see in the report that there was even a guy going back and forth in the hallway there, one of the troopers putting on Purell. Hey, come on, would Chuck Norris and Texas Ranger have done that? No, he would have taken that kid on by himself. By the way, we found out that even though that killer had guns galore. He had never fired that gun before. First time in that school. And none of them had the culions, the weapons to shoot him. In fact, one of the sharpshooters went on record and saying, I had a clear shot, but I didn't pull the trigger. Why? So Texas tough became Texas wusses. So you would figure Ted Cruz had so much on his mind, so much to do. And what did he decide to comment on? He decided to pimp the ride of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who in the aftermath of the 6-3 decision to repeal Roe v. Wade said, hey, we're not going to stop there. We're going to come after gays and lesbians. You better annul your marriages because when it becomes a state right issue, you either annul your marriage or move out and go to a state that accepts gay and lesbian marriages. I said, well, what, what? Then Clarence Thomas said, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to potentially interfere with the use of marital contraception, condoms. Now, why is this important with Ted Cruz? Because when he was running for president, remember in the Republican primary against Donald Trump the first time, and Donald Trump said right before the Indiana primary, he said, oh, did you see the National Enquirer? I see Ted Cruz's father. He actually helped Lee Harvey Oswald uh, assassinate JFK. Oh, my God, and he forgave Trump for that. Oh, who fought you? But worse. Worse, he was the solicitor general in Texas, which meant he would take cases to the Texas State Supreme Court in Austin. And he argued a case against people having the right to purchase dildos. And I actually asked him that question when he was campaigning in New York State to win the Republican primary, which Trump crushed him in New York State. Would he do that? And he said, come on, Curtis, come on. I would never do anything like that. Uh, I don't trust anything you say, Ted Cruz. Because just like Clarence Thomas, okay, you repeal Roe v. Wade. Now you're going to try to abolish gay and lesbian marriage. What are gays and lesbians to do who are married? Get an annulment? <laughs> Ain't going to happen. And you want to deny married couples contraceptives like Jimmy Caps? And then you said, oh, I would never do that. I would never deny people the use of a dildo. You tried to do it before. And let me tell you something. Chipmunk face. Get a shave. And get back on track. Stay the hell out of people's bedrooms. You, Abbott, Paxton in Texas, Clarence John Thomas, and everyone else 
Mind your beeswax. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.